Hello and welcome to Arrow in the Knee podcast, your podcast all about Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, Oblivion, other things, Elder Scrolls and Bethesda. Who knows, we might branch out to the other places in the future. But today, I want to talk a little bit about my time in Elder Scrolls Online, talk a little bit about Skyrim, I didn't have that much to say today about this, but I wanted to discuss Elder Scrolls 6 and my potential pitch for that game. Maybe a little bit different than what you would expect from Elder Scrolls 6 to be, but I want to talk about that. But as always, if you like this podcast, do you know follow with me on SoundCloud. You can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of the good places. And also we do have a TikTok and you can follow me on Twitter. So everything is in the link in the description. So just follow that. But yeah, let's start today's podcast with Elder Scrolls Online. I do usually talk about this first, um, and I have played a little bit of Elder Scrolls Online. I now also have it on my Mac. I know, on a Mac, I know. But I had it there because I mainly play on my Steam Deck, and I do enjoy it there the most because I can play it on a couch and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to play on the big monitor, and unfortunately, they don't have cross-platform saves, and they don't have a cross-platform subscription for the um, Elder Scrolls Online Plus, or whatever they call it. So, because of that, I had to play on PC. I don't have a PC right now, so I used a Mac. And I played it quite a bit, and I have to say, there's one thing that really pees me off about Elder Scrolls Online, and that is the direction system. So Elder Scrolls Online uses a similar system to Skyrim where you have the compass and it shows you where to go. The problem is it's some maps it just doesn't work right. So there are certain places and certain maps where basically instead of showing you exactly where you meant to go it shows you kind of the direction to a gate to a certain area. But it's very easy to bypass the walls or the, the boundaries of that certain area. So basically, it shows me to the doors. I, I take a shortcut and I try to kind of climb this little mountain and then jump down. And suddenly, the, the actual pointer shows completely somewhere else. This is because I bypassed the doors it was leading me to. Uh, and I went into a different area. So it's leading me some other way completely. And it's just so annoying. As well as sometimes when you go to an area, instead of just showing you where... On, in the Tamriel it is, it shows you, oh, go to this town. So I travel to this town, I use the shrines, so I pay like 300 gold to get there, just to be told to go on this boat, and then travel back to the town I was in, and just to go somewhere else to another boat, and it's just, just show me the final destination. That's all I want, Elder Scrolls Online. Other than that, I have to say that playing with a mouse and keyboard, I don't think it's the best way to play that game. Like, the menus and everything just are not as nice as they are on uh, the controller. Be it I, I am playing on on the, um, you know, Steam Deck controller. And I also have a little, like, a trackpad for the mouse. I like that. I like the sensitivity of the mouse. But I do think it plays much better on the controller, I have to say. Um, but yeah, I haven't really done much in the Elder Scrolls line. It turns out I was following a wrong main quest so there are two main quests there's the main quest that was there from the start and there's like a main quest that leads to the um situation in Morrowind expansion so I was tr 
I was going for that uh, for the Morrowind expansion instead of the main main quest that I wanted to follow. It was alright. It's it's not a bad quest, but you have to do lots of, of those uh, instances or those kind of smaller dungeons uh, to be able to um, go to the Morrowind uh, or get to that story anyway. Uh, which I was quite surprised that the story was leading me that way. So I found out no, actually, I'm not following the right main story. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm doing all that stuff about the prophet. Um, we went to see. Um, you know, all the old heroes um, talking about dragonborns and stuff. And I have to say, I, I do love Elder Scrolls lore, but the way it's presented sometimes, it really bores me. Like, the, the main quest of Elder Scrolls Online is, I don't think it's as well written as some of the DLC quests. Like, the, um, the one for Dark Brotherhood was much more interesting than the main quest. But overall, it's not bad. I, I am going to try to beat the main story. I'm around 50 hours in with this character. Well, two characters, two characters, but I'm 50 hours in, in this um, this uh, version of, of, of Elder Scrolls Online, so on the Steam. And I'm, I think, level 16 or something like that with my main character and level like 6 with the other, so I don't know where I spend all the time. But... I will be trying to um, trying to play it a little bit more in the upcoming week. I want I want to set a day or two just playing that game because I really enjoy this, but and I would really love to finish the main quest line because I never really did. So that would be interesting to do. But yeah, that was my time in Elder Scrolls Online. Um, Usually I leave this part for for last, but I'm gonna talk about my time in Skyrim The reason why I want to talk about this now is because I actually haven't played that much of Skyrim this week um, But main main reason was it's just um, Sonic Frontiers came out and I was just a little bit too busy doing a review for that But I played a little bit of Skyrim and I finally got my character back to where he was so my problem was that was under leveled and Or my equipment was under level. So when I reached level 20 there was that a uh, level gap uh, which caused the um, caused me to like every character or, or every Character every enemy to be much more powerful than myself So what that meant is I I was just obliterated every single time I went anywhere. I was just destroyed so um so it was so annoying. So I started mining a lot. I was crafting a lot and I have improved my weapons and my equipment and now I'm back to the same level. So I should be able to play a little bit more because this is not going to be just grinding. I'll be able to actually do missions. I done few. I cleared few forts and that was the kind of the main one. And then I went to talk about the guy with Mythic Dawn Museum thing. Um, he wants me to get daggers and stuff like that, so I'm gonna follow this quest line quite quite a bit, um, because I think you get like cool weapons and stuff. Um, but yeah, I managed to get to the right power level that I wanted to. I could I did even defeated a dragon without any issues. So yeah, my equipment is finally on the right level, which I'm very happy to see, because I was really annoyed at that, that everywhere I went I was just destroyed. And it's just so, such a sudden jump from 19, level 19 to level 20, like the the enemies just go so <laughs> more, much more difficult, it's crazy. I have done that in the past, of course, but I haven't really played uh, Skyrim up to that 
level 20 in years, so I really forgot how big of a gap there is. But no, I, I am, I'm still, of course, enjoying this. Skyrim is a game that it's difficult for me not to enjoy. I really do like it, and I sometimes I, when I do stream on Twitch, um, I play completely differently than the uh, on, uh, than um, my version on Steam Deck, and it just always shocks me how completely different this game can be. Like I don't use any magic or anything like that in or any shouts in my uh, Twitch play let's play, and it's just such a different game than my main character on Steam Deck where. I use healing, I use shouts, um, I use like um, def like offensive spells, I have like a life drain, like vampiric powers. It's such a different game. And that's, I think, why Skyrim is so good, because there's so many ways to play it. But talking of which, I want to talk today about Elder Scrolls 6. So we just had a anniversary for Skyrim, so 11-11... 2011, we, I believe so, yes, we had Elder Scrolls come out, S Elder Scrolls Skyrim come out, of course, and this was a great day where we got one of the best RPGs ever. And since it came out, people were wondering, what will the next Elder Scrolls be? And I, I am one of those people, I love to think about next things, I love to theorize and kind of make my own ideas up. I just really like that. I always did. And today I want to talk about Elder Scrolls 6, um, which I don't know what it would be called, because at first I wanted to call it Elder Scrolls 6 Elsewhere, and you'll understand why in a moment, but maybe it will be called Elder Scrolls 6 High Waters or so. Who knows? But yeah, my idea for Elder Scrolls 6 is to take place in Elsewhere, the land of Khajiits. I'm thinking that it should be different than Skyrim in that way that it should be a bit more modern. So I'm thinking it takes place like a thousand years after Skyrim. It has this much more modern time. It's still not like, you know, it's not Fallout kind of modern, but it's kind of colonial times of sorts. So we would have muskets and kind of more advanced cities. It's not medieval times anymore. But it's, again, it's not a modern era by any means. And the idea I, would, I had for this is that the world of Tamriel is now divided across um, different races. So um, in, in such way that the Norse Imperial and Bretons have all joined up together because they now believe in a new god. And they created one empire under one god. And they are trying to take over other lands of Tamir. And their next, uh, their kind of the next place they want to go to is elsewhere, and Black Marsh. So I was thinking you start this game being freed by the Hammerfell Trading Company, which would be one of the main factions in the Elder Scrolls Six. So Hammerfell is the one of the only kingdoms that kind of resisted the um, attack attack of the one empire or empire of the god i don't know how how would they call it but they didn't join the um the bretons nords and imperials they they managed to resist them but they are keeping peaceful and 
what happened is that they create this, this trading company which trades their goods between Hammerfell and the Empire of One God. So their spices and their overall, their equipment and the other things is, is you know, very uh, um, respected in, in the Empire. So they have this trading company that travels with ships uh, between Hammerfell, you know, elsewhere and the Empire of One God. So they free you because you were captured in a prison, of course, on a ship um, by the pirates or a brig, I guess that's what they call it on the ship. So you're in a brig um, and they and they um, let you out. Kind of like, I think, wasn't it uh, in Morrowind where you were on the ship as well? But yeah, they help you out. And once you're freed, you're explored elsewhere and then Black Marsh and potentially islands along the coast, which is possible due to the new ship mechanics. So I, I kind of, when I was looking at uh, the Starfield trailers and they talk a lot about spaceship, I thought, why not have a ship in the actual, you know, El Elder Scrolls um, game as well? So you could have a, s a ship that could you can somewhat customize. It wouldn't be a cr as crazy as in Starfield because as a spaceship, ships are a lot more limited. But I'm thinking it would be a cool idea to be able to uh, sail around different places. That would be very cool. You know, I think you could upgrade the ship uh, and build it up a little bit. I think that would be cool. And I think that's where also the mining and crafting mechanics would come back. You know, they could be used so you can upgrade your ship. But could also be a way for you to make money. So I think the big part of this game could be, if you like, to mine some things, let's say, in Black Marsh that you know, some kind of ore or some kind of uh, trees that you can't get in elsewhere and that you can just jump on your ship, uh, go to Black Marsh, mine, and then come back to elsewhere and sell those um, ores and uh, those um, trees and other things and the goods from um, Black Marsh for higher prices. So it'd be cool to be kind of become kind of like a trader. I think that'd be a, something very interesting. I would like that. I think I would that would be very cool. In terms of the world, um, there would be wild places like forests and and etc. You know, mountains. But I think they should be they should be there. But I don't think there should be as much of it as there is in Skyrim. In Skyrim, when you think about this, there are a lot of places where they're just forest, and that's it. There's nothing for a long time, uh, like maybe a banded outpost or something like that. I like this, but I do think that there should be giant cities as well. So, more similar to something like uh, like Witcher. I thought Witcher done cities really well. They, they felt more lived in and they were much bigger than uh, something like um, Skyrim. Like Skyrim, you know, White Run and Solitude. They're not actually that big. You don't do that much in those cities. So, I was thinking like, they should really have giant cities with giant temples with lots of things to do in them. Because it is more modern era. I'm thinking of this kind of steampunky vibe for the cities. Maybe not exactly, you know, steampunk per se, but you know, that kind of vibe for the cities. I think it'll be a nice change. Um and again, I do want the forest, the wild places, the mountains, the caves. 
uh, you know, the bears running around. But it would be nice if we also have, like, for a contrast, those giant cities with lots of things to do there. I think that'd be very cool. I do think that Oblivion does the cities in, in this kind of way. Like, um, you know, the cities are much more detailed, there's more depth to them, there's more stories in them than in Skyrim, I felt. And I think that will be nice to see that comeback. So yeah, I'd really like that to happen. Some cities would be taken over by the Empire of One God. And on the, the missions, you can either join the Empire or fight against it. So that would be the kind of the main story of the, of the Elder Scrolls VI. Again, that's my pitch. That's what I would like it to be. So you could either join the Empire and bring elsewhere into um, the Empire, potentially the Black Marsh as well, or you can fight it off. Um, and I, what I think it would be cool is if you uh, join it or if you fight it, that changes the dynamic in the city. So, for example, if you help um, the Empire of One God take over a city, it then you know, becomes their city, so it has different rules, um, different banners, different guards, you know, it's like changes uh, kind of substantially, you know, there's actually big change depending on which one you go with. So I think that would be very interesting. For example, I think that uh, w um, with the Empire of One God, there should be something like, um, something drastic, like for example, they don't believe in magic. So they cut themselves off with magic. Their god doesn't like magic. So whenever you're in cities uh, that are ruled by the Empire of One God, you can't have any like amulets or any magical weapon. You can't use magic. Uh, you can only use uh, the new weapons, which will be like, you know, the muskets and other things, uh, just so that they can, you know, be a little bit different. So it's a there, you feel like there is a difference between those two playstyles. I think that's very, that would be a very cool idea. And also that's where it could be, uh, you know, this, how the faction, rea faction reacts to you. So, you know, if you um, are a mage and you, even if they're peaceful and, um, you know, they, they meet you around the world and you start magicking stuff, uh, they could attack you and stuff like that. I think that would be cool. I think that would be very cool. Um... So, since we're at on that, um, let's talk about the combat and new weapons. So, again, I do think it would be nice to see that advancements a little bit. I really do like the high fantasy thing of Skyrim, and I'm not saying that Elder Scrolls from now on should go farther and farther in the future. There's no reason why we can't have Elder Scrolls 7 and you know, going back in the past. But I think it'd be cool for this one game to, for example, there'd be muskets and pistols, which I mentioned earlier. Um, that'd be cool if they added the, that kind of new dynamic into it. And for example, if you are f working with the Empire of One God, you have to use those weapons instead of magic because, you know, if you want to have like a... Um, some additional weaponry other than just, just melee weapons, that will be your only option. I think that'd be cool. I think there should be like different um different bullets that you can use, like poisonous bullets, and there could be different types of weapons. There could be even a mix that you could potentially have a magical weaponry um or like pistols that are magical. That would be cool as well. Um 
but I think um, what I there should be with it is much longer uh, animation um, reloading the guns and stuff like that. Maybe not, you know, not very realistic. You don't want to spend five minutes loading your weapon, but I think that should be the the thing about this, like the higher kind of. Uh, damage output with those weapons but at the same time they take longer to load so you have um you have that to think about so no but i do definitely want this so um but also because this is like the colonial times i think there should be a little bit different weaponry like melee weaponry as well so i think there should be you know traditional swords shields all that stuff but maybe you have things like sabers spears um or spades, sorry. Um, you know, so the, the similar to what Arya used in Game of Thrones, you know. Um, those kind of weaponry used in those times um, that, you know, um, were commonly used in the colonial times by the Spanish Inquisitions, all that stuff. I think it'd be very interesting to have this kind of different playstyle. And again if they ha work on the combat a little bit for it a little bit more complex than what it is at the moment maybe you know there's different animation for different weaponry so you don't only you know just slash uh, back and forth but for example there uh, like spades would be like a stabby weapons for example like in um, like an Elden Ring or Dark Souls, that would be very cool, and that would give you a bit more also options for in terms of gameplay. Um, you know, whenever you replay, you could, for example, instead of just going f back with uh, swords, you can go with spades. You can go with other weaponry like this. Because right now in in Skyrim, you can either go bow, magic, or melee weapons. All melee weapons are basically the same. There is the two-handed and one-handed, but generally they, they do kind of work similar. But it would be nice to for, for them to have different animation, different kind of play style. So I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be interesting. Now let's talk about the races. So again, we would have all the typical races that you always have in Elder Scrolls, but um, I do think that um, the where the way the races work with different factions would be interesting as well. At the moment in Skyrim, the way it works is they they go like, "Oh, you're a Khajiit," or "Oh, we will send your ashes to Cyrodiil." You know, it's just lines that differ. But I think your race in the game should determine the reaction of certain factions to you. So, for example, if you uh, be, decide to go for a Redguard. A Hammerfell uh, trading company will immediately trust you because you're one of their own. Um, if you are Khajiit, um, the cities that are, you know, uh, run by elsewhere empire, whatever you call it, um, also, you know, will trust you more uh, because, again, you are the native of the land. You're not Imperial, for example, which they wouldn't like. Maybe not even enter to some cities because Imperials would be part of the... Um, empire of one god so they would be like you know untrusting or maybe even um sometimes if in some cities whenever you choose um imperial or nord they just put you straight into jail and you have to do like a story mission to be able to um you know get out and uh, visit the city or maybe there could be even something like implement like disguises if you wear a mask and stuff like that um and you enter with a crowd into a city you could potentially bypass the um 
the guards. I think that those, those kind of things would be interesting. Um, I think um, it's one of those things that I really enjoyed in Vampire the Masquerade. Like there was, you, if you, uh, you could choose different um, types of vampires, like different families and stuff like that. And if you choose Nosferatu, you can like walk around the streets. Um, you can have to like walk in the, uh, like walk in sewers and stuff like that. I'll be interesting, like having a completely different, um, different reaction to you depends which race you choose. So I definitely would like that. Also, um, since it's the land of Khajiits, uh, I think we should have new options in character creation, allowing you to choose different types of Khajiits. So if you don't know, Khajiits. Actually, um, the ones that we see, it's just one type. There's like lots of different ones. There's some that are like normal cats or like giant cats, like giant um, uh, like uh, lions and stuff like that. It all depends when they were born because there are different like phases of the moon and stuff like that. I don't know the lore 100%, but essentially there are different types of Khajiits. So it'd be cool if you actually, whenever you go into the creation system, you choose, you know, Khajiit, then you have another slider that you, allows you to choose different types of Khajiits. So I, I, I'm not suggesting that we should be able to play like normal cat Khajiit, because I think that'd be a little bit difficult for them <laughs> to design the whole campaign just for the cat. But for example, it'd be cool to have all the humanoid ones, including something like Ohms, which are like hum like completely human Khajiits. So they don't have any trace, uh, like any of the traits of normal Khajiits. So no ears, uh, no tail, no fur or anything like that. They're just humans. That'd be interesting just to have a few different ones. And depending on which type of Khajiit you get, you get different buffs. So there's like Katai. Um, who are no a little bit bigger than other types of Khajiits and they are considered more of warrior warriors usually. So they would could have a um, boost to melee skill. And Dagi, for example, they're a little bit smaller version of Khajiits and they have acrobatic and um, like capabilities. So they could pot potentially have a boost for the acrobatic skill and the magic skill, which I think would be quite cool. Second of which, I do think acrobatic skills should be back. So, better movement and jumping would be great. And imagine, like, the higher you have the skill, the better you can climb stuff. So, no more on just, like, mountain hopping in Skyrim. You actually have a ability to climb. Maybe, like, an L, like, in uh, Breath of the Wild or something like that. So, that, um, you know, for example, if you have a high uh, acrobatic skill, you will be able to jump up quite high and, for example, climb city walls. So, if you're Imperial, and you want to break into a city which doesn't like you, you can just scale one of the walls and climb over that. I think that would add so much to the gameplay. It would be like an additional layer of gameplay. I think that would be very cool. I would really be into that, I have to say. And and um, I think this could also add to some of the uh, maybe fighting as well. So for example, if you have a, like use a saber, um, or some kind of like a one-handed weapon. They could have um, acrobatic skill attached to them. So, for example, uh, the higher the acrobatic skill, the, the faster you do certain attacks and stuff like that. I think it'll be an interesting thing to do. Um, but I want to go back to crafting as well. So, what I want to, to 
for the for the Elder Scrolls Six to implement in terms of crafting is similar thing they do in Fallout Four. So for, I have lots of issues with Fallout Four, but one thing that I did like is definitely the crafting, the way you can kind of use uh, select different parts for the gun and everything to assemble it. I think there should be something similar. Crafting and smithing in Skyrim is a bit annoying because you just craft the item and takes you crafting lots of different or lo lots of the same of the item to be able to level up the skill. I think it'd be cool if in Elder Scrolls 6 you could craft individual parts of a weapon like hilts, blades, and then you can just assemble it. So for example, you know, you assemble a dragon bone hilt and then you can use... I don't know, the orcish ore, um, I don't know what you call it, I, I forgot, but use their ore for the blade or something like that, and just make hybrids like this. I think that would be awesome. I would personally really, really enjoy that. Um, I think it would actually make me want to use this system, where I really don't want to use smithing or I can want to make weapons because it's just so boring. You just make the same like <laughs> uh, steel armor over and over again just to level up the skills so annoying so we cool if you can like think around with that and change uh, different uh, like parts of the weapons and it could be the same with armor like imagine like you have a uh, steel armor and you can um like add different um maybe a different type of um embroidery or something like that on on it you can add the cloak um i really don't like this game but uh dragon age inquisition was kind of cool in that way because you could select different leather and different like um metal for the uh, for um one blueprint of a um certain armor um, and that created different patterns and different things like this so that'd be cool if they implemented that so like say you have a instead of like steel armor blueprint you have a blueprint for uh let's say imperial armor and then you could decide to use copper for it and decided to there could be a le like a i don't know bear leather you use you can use crocodile leather and it looks different and has different boost uh, different kind of uh, buffs debuffs for example use um you want to make a leather armor use uh I don't know. Let's let's go. Let's say um, you'll you're like uh, want to make Argonian leather. That that would be horrible. But you use that, and then you, um, for example, have a burst whenever you are underwater or something like that. That kind of stuff. Like I I do like crafting in games. I know people are tired of crafting in games, but it can be done right. And I never thought Elder Scrolls got it quite right. I, for example, don't get the system in Elder Scrolls Online. I think it is so, like, weird. I do really think they should focus on kind of style of the armors rather than having, like, steel, whatever. Just focus on certain type of, like, a race or something like that. You know, have Imperial, Red Guard, and then use different materials for them. I think that would be that would be one of those things that I would spend hundreds of hours on, just trying to get different armors, different looks. I think that'd be awesome. But yeah, that is my pitch for Elder Scrolls 6. 
high waters or elsewhere or rebellion. I don't know what I would call it. <laughs> uh, but I think it'll be cool. And the reason I don't want to call it elsewhere, because I do think it'll be cool if you could also have Black Marsh in it to uh, kind of add to this kind of ship mechanics where you can go with different different islands and stuff. They could add a little bit, uh, little islands or around elsewhere. Um, maybe you could even have a DLC where you go to High Rock or something like that. Um, that would be cool. But yeah, that is my pitch. Do tell me what you think about this because it is it is a um, a little bit different idea. I do think that going the same way always works. You know, always having this kind of medieval times. But it'd be cool to see something else. I think it'd be cool to see the world progress a little bit. Um, you know, go a little bit in, into. Not too far into the future, but, you know, having this kind of um, colonial st art style, colonial, um, like, clothing and weaponry would be interesting and would make sense with the story as well. So, yeah, do let me know what you think. And that is my pitch. But today is going to be a little bit shorter podcast. That is all for me today. If you did like this uh, episode... You know, do let me know. Uh, I'm on on Twitter. I'm on Twitch. On Twitch, it's Arrow in the Knee One because someone took the the original one, which uh, was so annoying. But what can you do? I also have um, Twitter, which is um, at In the Knee Pod on Twitter um, until that you know. Twitter collapses. I'm also on Mastodon. I don't ever promote this because no one ever actually uh, uses Mastodon. I have no clue how you can find me there. But if you know how to use Mastodon, I'm Anders Nicole Paul. So <laughs> you can find me there. Um, and yeah, I also am on TikTok. I'm going to be promoting uh, the hell out of my stuff today. Uh, so I'm on TikTok under Arrow in the Knee Pod. So. You can find me there as well. And soon we will be doing unboxing. Uh, we're going to be doing unboxing um, throughout the December because I got something special. But I'm not going to talk about this now. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Bye.